Good morning, Jackson, Mississippi, and all surrounding areas, especially you surrounding areas out there. You have tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards. I am broadcasting live on Cyber Monday for the first time in a few days now. Enjoyed a nice little vacation. We are live in the Mack Hike Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Flowood Studios out here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Flora, Mississippi. That's a mouthful. But y'all be sure, man, if you were looking for a great deal on a new Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, go out and see my buddy Corey McDonald and the team there at Mack Hike of Flowood. I got some of their Cyber Monday specials right here. You got 0% APR available on some models. Zero down payment options. Payments as low as $1.99 a month. And they are also offering credit forgiveness vouchers. They got over 400 new cars in stock and over 250 used cars ready to sell. Bad credit, no problem. Slow credit, no problem. Prior repossessions, no problem. They don't care. They are the number one volume dealer, and they're ready to serve you out at Mack Hike of Flowood for their huge Cyber Monday sale. All right. Man, I hope everybody had a good weekend. Before we get into all the news of the weekend, and there is a lot to cover, I want to recap my Thanksgiving weekend a little bit here. Let's talk a little sports. Let's talk a little Thanksgiving, a little bit of Friendsgiving, and uh, then we'll open up the phone lines and the text line and all that fun stuff. First off, everybody that came out to my impromptu Friendsgiving get-together Wednesday night out at Burgers and Blues in downtown Brandon, I would like to thank y'all. It was great seeing you. Some of you guys I have not seen in a solid 15 years. Some of us had not been in a room as a group together in 20-plus years since Crazy 8 was a thing out in Byram. So it was great seeing everybody, old friends, new friends, radio listeners that showed up. Thank all you guys. It was a pleasure to see you. It was a pleasure to get to hang out with you. Um, I had a great time. Stayed out Stayed out late. When I, I say late. It's funny what you consider late as you get older. Stayed out past 10 o'clock. We went over across the street to the gallows and hung out there, man. I just got to catch up with everybody, man, again. We had um, – it was, it was interesting, too. You know, I talk a lot about politics. And I'm sure some politics were taught individually at different tables and this, that, and the other. But generally speaking, as a group, we didn't sit down and argue about politics any. We had black folks, white folks, Republicans, Democrats, everybody. Uh, special shout out to my buddy, uh, baby Fred out there, man. Fred came out and joined us and we, we watched the Mississippi State basketball game. So anyway, it was just great seeing everybody and then followed it up with, um, Thanksgiving Day, went out to my parents' house. Ate more than I should. Got to see my grandmother. Always a good day. My, we call her Pretty Mama. We got to see Pretty Mama. And she brought her famous turkey dressing. I need to get that recipe um, and be so I can hand it down here to generations to come. <clears throat> Went back home, watched the Egg Bowl. <laughs> Laid in bed, said a few four-letter words, and state pulled it out. And I got to thinking about the Egg Bowl on the way in this morning. Like, or just about college football in general. And I, and I was thinking to myself, when did it really turn? When did I 
quit becoming such a big fan. And I've, I have, for a while, I've blamed it on the BLM, George Floyd, COVID, that whole 2020 era, 2021 era. And, and just burnout. Just, I can't take this no more. They're, this, they're not talking to me. I'm not their demographic. But you know what I really think it was? I think it was just 20 plus years of pulling for a mediocre football team. Because I'm not a bandwagon fan. I can't jump on and off and start pulling. Like, I can't just decide, you know what, man, Alabama's winning a lot. I think I'll be an Alabama fan. I, I can't do that. I, I can't. I, I don't know how to do that. How do you become a bandwagon fan? I always chuckle when people talk about Mississippi State and Ole Miss having bandwagon fans. Like, bro, we don't win enough big games to be to have bandwagon fans. We may have new fans that are that have signed up for a lifetime of misery, but we don't have bandwagon fans. <laughs> I kind of always got to laugh about that. But I figured it out. I, I traced it back to one particular incident where I knew that in football anyway, we were never going to be more than an eight and four, nine and three team playing for hoping to be third best in the West. Maybe once in a blue moon you rise up and have a Dak Prescott type year while you still finish second or third in the West. And it's when Dan Mullen left and came back the following year as Florida coach with lesser talent and beat the Mississippi State team in Starkville. That ripped my heart out of my chest. That was the moment that I just said, you know what? I, I can't invest this emotionally into anything anymore. And that's that was really when I just meh meh on football. If it's on in the background, I watch it. If state's on, I pull for them. But I definitely am not emotionally invested anymore. It's kind of like if somebody cheats on you and you get back with them, it just ain't the same. I have to imagine that's what what it feels like. You know, it's like eh, we're together, but the trust is gone. It's kind of where I'm at with um Mississippi State sports. Congratulations are in are in order for our Brandon Bulldogs here in central Mississippi. Played what I consider one of the greatest high school football games I've ever watched, and I've watched a bunch over the last 10 or so years in particular. A lot of Brandon games. Uh, the, an instant classic against Ocean Springs for the chance to go to state on the line they found a way to win. I mean, clutch, clutch, elite, big big time players make big time plays when big time games are on the line. Shout out to the Brandon Bulldogs. They will play Starkville this Saturday down at the Rock in Hattiesburg for their second shot at a state championship in as many years. Came up short last year to Madison Central. Uh, in a what was a great game also. Congratulations to Madison Central on their state championship last year. I make no bones about it. I am pulling for the Brandon Bulldogs. And let's hope they win. It was a big weekend if your team's mascot was the Bulldogs, Mississippi State, and Brandon. Wrapping up in sports, Lane Kiffin, staying at Ole Miss. Going to get a $54 million, no, I'm sorry, getting a $9 million eight-year Eight-year, nine million a year contract, which is kind of strange because Mississippi only allows four-year contracts. So I guess there's some guarantees they're having to put in there for some other other money. 
it will cost Ole Miss $54 million if they fire Lane Kiffin. This is according to Steve Robertson. I was listening to his podcast this morning. If they fire Lane Kiffin, it costs $54 million. If another school comes in and wants to buy him out, it's only six, I say only, only $6 million. That's a bad deal for Ole Miss. That, that, that is a bad, bad deal. But th- the state needs to change those contract links. You know, where you, you know, if somebody wants to sign a coach to a longer term, they need to be able to. Just my opinion. Southern Miss, don't want to forget about you guys. Southern Miss going bowling. Congratulations to Will Hall in his second year there in, in Hattiesburg. Taken first year in a new conference, tons of young players, just a lot of moving parts down there. Southern Miss is going bowling. Congratulations to you SMTTT fans. Southern Miss to the top. Yeah, SM Triple T. And last but not least, uh, man, our quarterback there at Mississippi State, Will Rogers, absolute class act. Another Brandon Bulldog. Absolute class act. I know everybody has seen the image rolling around of him giving Lane Kiffin's son his towel, as he promised he would, regardless of the outcome. I just thought that was awesome. A lot of people caught that image. It, got, it went viral. ESPN shared it, so on and so forth. And I, I just thought that was great. I really did. So that's that's your uh, sports recap. That's it for the year. We probably won't talk sports again. I don't care about the World Cup. Could care less if America wins, loses. The, the, they don't like me. I don't like them. <laughs> uh, so enough of that. We will not be talking soccer on this show. All right, look, let's take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to open up the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line, 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line. I see it filling up over here, 769-241-1944. When we come back, I want to talk about the 12-year-old who they claim killed himself playing Russian roulette. But did he? kill himself playing Russian roulette. We're going to break it down on the other side of this break. We'll be back live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios on 1039 WYAB. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on Cyber Monday. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studio at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza. Hey, real quick, man, speaking of Cyber Monday, Black Friday, all these money-spending holidays that everybody seems to love so much, check out one of our local stores here, one of our big supporters of the Clay Edwards Show, the Guns and Gear text line supporters, Guns and Gear, located right out there, 1716 Highway 51 North in Gluckstadt. Uh, check out Hunter and the team. You can shop them online. For Cyber Monday deals at GunsInGear.com. Just like Guns In Roses, except change out roses for gear. It's not Guns and Gear. It's Guns In Gear. MS.com. They'll have all kind of great deals today. They had a bunch of great Black Friday deals going on over the weekend. Uh, if If I didn't have to work so much, I was going to go out there and buy a gun. But as life goes, um, everybody was sick at the dealership over the weekend, and I was pretty much the lone ranger between people being off and sick and everything. So I, I manned the dealership solo out there at Ellis Autoplex Saturday. I was not able to go buy the gun that I wanted. But a boy can dream. 
A boy can dream. That's what I need, more guns. But that's all. We all need more guns, right? I mean, I had to drive through Jackson twice today. I, I need more guns. It is what it is. And you can, too, by going to gunsandgearms.com. Or, heck, just go into the store in person if you're out there in the Gluckstadt area. Check them out. That's Guns and Gear. All right. Over the weekend, news broke. Was it Saturday morning, I think? Started hearing about an incident that happened Friday night. I saw, I saw rumors about it online. I was hesitant to report anything on it. Plus, I was at work and really couldn't dive into it. It was actually busy. Uh, Saturday, had a bunch of people come to look at cars in the rain. And if somebody comes to look at a car in the rain, they are a serious buyer. And your boy did, in fact, sell a vehicle Saturday. So, got home Saturday night or Saturday afternoon, man. Got to digging into it. Uh, this story here is from Dark Horse Press. 12-year-old dead after playing Russian Roulette in Jackson. The 12-year-old is dead after playing a game called Russian Roulette in Jackson. Deputy Chief Derek Hearn identified the child as 12-year-old Markel Noah. The shooting happened on November 25th. Jackson police arrested two juveniles and charged them with murder. They also arrested one adult and charged them with accessory after the fact of murder. WLBT reports that Jackson police said this is an ongoing investigation. If you have any information on this case, please contact Crime Stoppers at 601-355-8477. So I went with this information, made a couple online videos, went pretty viral on um, TikTok and I think Instagram. I mean, I say viral, you know, locally. It got a bunch of con- it got a bunch of engagement. Well, some of the family members and friends of the child started commenting on my post saying that he was not playing Russian roulette, that he was set up some sort of way. Let's see here. I got a screenshot. Okay, so this is Jakiria Noah. This is his sister. She posed, She shared the WJTV article on Facebook, and she posted this. She goes, it wasn't Russian roulette. They set my baby brother up. They going off what the person who did said, who did it said. Why you text my little brother to come outside at two something in the morning to play a effing game? Them kids don't even know what the heck that is or how to play it. Oh yeah, let's come with the facts. So I reached out to Miss Noah to see if she wanted to come on the show this morning, and she had some things going on. She could not make it. Thankfully, I did get a, I got a screenshot of that, so it would be easier to find than having to track down somebody else's Facebook page. Because I go back this morning to track down her Facebook page, and she has removed that caption from the article. Now, I don't know if she was asked to by the by the other family members or whatnot. <clears throat> so you know, I I I don't like getting into. Telling family members what they should and shouldn't believe when a family member dies. You know, until it's us in those shoes, it's hard to play that game. But after a night of sleeping on it, and I got to think, I was like, well, this don't make a lot of sense. If, if you're, I had a guy I was going to high school at Byram in the mid-90s. I got 94, 95, somewhere in there, 92, 93, somewhere between ninth and me dropping out. It should have been somewhere between 92 and 94. A guy 
was there were some guys that skipped school or having a house party or something, and they were playing Russian roulette, and the guy died. Nobody went to jail for that. And I just got to thinking, Russian roulette, why did they arrest two minors if the other kid was playing Russian roulette? Wouldn't that have been suicide or accidental death or something like that as far as official cause of death? They arrest two minors for murder. Then they arrest, I, I use the word adult very loosely, somebody over the age of 18 and charge them as, uh, with accessory after the fact. Well, that's murder. That's not, that's not Russian roulette. The game of Russian roulette that I know is you get a revolver, you put one or two bullets in the chamber, you spin it, and you hope that when you pull the trigger, point it at yourself, that you got one of the empty chambers. That's the game of Russian roulette. That's the rules that I understand. Now, I guess they could have been playing another version of it where somebody else points the gun at themselves or he points the gun at somebody and they play it like that. I, I guess that's an option. But again, if you're playing Russian roulette, why did the other people, it, it, let's just pretend for a second that it's traditional Russian roulette rules. Why would you charge two people with murder if somebody else shot themselves? This story stinks. I want to know what really happened. Why are we calling it Russian roulette? I, I, I just don't think that's what happened. Not based on what I'm seeing here online. I mean, take the sisters and some of the other family and friends members' statements out of it. And it just don't make sense. Somebody that knew the kid commented on my save Jackson Instagram post about it. I'm going to pull it up here real quick in live time. Y'all bear with me. They said that, let's see here. That, that I'm sorry. I'm talking and reading simultaneously. Let's see here. Well, I can't find it on this post, but I, I remember enough of what he said. Long story short, that this kid knew somebody else a few months ago, kind of from the same area, that died playing the same game, that died playing Russian roulette. So he knew better than to play Russian roulette. He he knew the outcome from personal experience because he lost a friend. Now this that's internet hearsay, but that would be that's something awfully strange for somebody just to put on the internet. For no reason. You know what I mean? So, again, I, I got some questions about this game of Russian roulette. And hopefully, some other people do too. And at the end of the day, we've lost, Jackson has lost a 12-year-old kid. A, another child to senseless violence. Again. And then you think about it. Two more charged with murder. A third adult, air quotes, charged with accessory after the fact. Now, if the Hines County judicial system does what it's supposed to do and they have the evidence that proves these people did this, that's four lives. 
ruined. Four families devastated in one single act. One life is lost forever, ain't coming back. Three now belong to the state for however long. Now, they could just get a they could just get an ankle bracelet and a slap on the wrist in Hines County. So who knows? And um that's sad. That's sad, but that's Jackson. That's Jackson. I can imagine any of that going on anywhere else. That is something else right there. If you guys got any thoughts on this, I'm curious, what do y'all think? Give us a call. Dustin Bailey, Southern Magnolia's Realty Phone Line, 601-879-0002. Uh, let's talk about Jackson homicides for a second. Unfortunately, while we're on the subject, Jackson is sitting at 125 homicides right now for 2022, the year of our Lord. You may be asking yourself, well, Clay, where does that stack up? to previous record-breaking years, which these record-breaking years started in 2020, as most of you guys know. 2020, we ended the year with 126, which was a record at the year at the time. I think prior to that, it was either 94 homicides in 1995 or 95 homicides in 1994. So anything past 100, I mean, it was off to the races. 2020 finished with 126. There were only one off the pace for for breaking the 2020 st- standard 2021 the, the brakes broke off the vehicle and we got it to 153 homicides in jackson here's what's interesting same date in history today 11 28 november 28th 2021 we were only sitting at four more homicides uh, excuse me five more homicides than where we are now we were sitting at 130 on this day in history last year and we finished with 153 so we finished with what 23 uh, it's 20 yeah 23 homicides 22 or 23 my, my numbers may be off one here as i say this out loud we had 22 or 23 homicides in december of last year. Think about that. That is dang near a murder a day in Jackson during the holidays. So we we finished with so yeah, it was 23 is the number. We finished with 153. So realistically, if you look at the number we're sitting at right now, 125, we could it, it just just looking at last year as an example, we could finish with 148, 150 homicides this year for what's absolutely, barring some kind of miracle, going to be the second most homicides in the history of the city. I mean, and then, you know, anything could happen. They could, they could decide they want the record and go out and get it. So you just never know. You just never know. All right, man, we got a text here on the Guns and Gear text line from Joe. Says, I saw the comment when you first posted the kid talking about it happening prior to this way in the same way, but I can't find it now. Must have been removed. Yeah. I think somebody went in and removed a bunch of comments. I, I, I think the family must have had a conversation of some sort. 
and a lot of these comments got removed. Not sure what's going on there. The streets get to talking and things get to changing because people don't want to hear, you know, that kind of stuff. They, you know, they don't want people to go to jail. They, it, it works better for all parties involved, right? If it's, if it's a suicide, death by accident, whatever you want to call it. And nobody else has to go to jail. I mean, the streets work way different than, than the rest of our lives. So, all right, look, let's take a break here. This is the Clay Edwards Show. The Guns of Gear text line, 769-241-1944. The Dustin Bailey, Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line, 601-879-0002. It's all wide open. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowwood Studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by A1 Gear and Auto, located right there on Highway 49 in Florence. Hey, look, man, you need ring and pinion, rear end, axle work, any of that. Transfer case messed up on your four-wheel drive. Got new tires, need to upgrade your gears, your ring and pinion, go see A1 Gear and Auto. Your check engine light on, your heat not working. Mine was working this morning. My heated seats were nice this morning. My car ain't got Bluetooth, but it's got heated seats. <laughs> and they were nice this morning. It was a little cooler than I was expecting. I uh, woke up, I went to bed with the air on 65. I like to keep it cool in my house. Woke up and it was 62 in the house. Air didn't even have to be on. So if it, it, it was cool. It actually felt good in the house last night. Anyway, get out there. A1 Gear and Auto, man. They'll get all that taken care of. AC work, heater work, radiator, check engine light, anything. Brakes, they got you covered. Only thing they don't do is work on diesel engines. But if you jack your diesel up, you need work on your bottom side, they got it. So check them out. A1 Gear and Auto. This past Saturday was Small Business Saturday around America. Uh, we gave a shout-out to all of our sponsors um, and implore you to support them year-round. Not just on Small Business Saturdays. Support them year-round. And that is how, my friend, we create a parallel economy. That is how we make ourselves cancel-proof, is we support locally owned business. Support that guy, that girl that you sit next to in church, that you're friends with on social media. I, I have a challenge for you all today, a social media challenge. Find a friend. A, a, a real life one or just a Facebook one that you know owns their own business, whether it's cleaning houses, selling cars, <clears throat> hosting radio shows, whatever it may be. They got a Facebook post about that. Hit share. Go, then go to the business page if they got a business page. Give them a good review. Give them a five-star review, whatever you can do, whether it's Google, Facebook, whatever. And just... It don't, it don't that don't cost you anything, and a lot of people look at those reviews and decide if they're going to break bread with those folks or not. That don't cost you anything to do the nice thing. We're all quick to share drama stuff. Oh, this is saucy, something political, whatever. We're all quick to share that stuff. Hood fight videos, <clears throat> guilty. Any of that, I implore you, go share one of these small businesses of somebody that you know. Go share their post. Even better, go break bread with them. 
if you need if you can uh if you need them for any services that you may need if you need their services for anything you may need go break bread with them and uh especially these wyab sponsors we couldn't do what we do without them uh, you gotta stop me all the time and say man thank you for what you do and i appreciate it but more important than that is thank these sponsors by providing us the opportunity to do what we do. All right, let's see here. I I, I had to make a correction on something. You know, guys, I don't do apologies very often, especially on opinion stuff. I, I, I want to go back to the Barbie Bassett thing for just a minute here before we get into some of this other news. I got on here a few weeks ago, and I went scorched earth on Ted Fortenberry after his after his editorial thing that he does. Well, you know, the same thing like Frank Melton did. He did a little video talking about something that had gone on at the station. He was very uh, – he, he kind of tiptoed around that he didn't name any names, but it was about the Barbie Bassett incident. And I went scorched earth on him. I said, you know, he made her apologize. It was like a North Korea-style apology. All this stuff. And that and it still sounded like that to me. But I have it from a pretty good source. A pretty good source. That Ted Fortenberry actually stood up for Barbie. And fought the, the higher-ups and the powers that be. And helped Barbie keep her job. Now, what, the, what they had to do publicly, all that song and dance, that's corporate world. It is what it is. But my understanding is that Ted Fortenberry had Barbie's back and is one of the main reasons that she still has, if not the main reason she still has a job today. Well, that and you folks that got out there and supported her and sent Ted Fortenberry those emails and those phone calls and all that. So this is a public apology or an acknowledgement that I was wrong to Ted Fortenberry, the general manager of WLBT. Uh, if, if my source is correct and I believe them to be, they have no reason to lie. He uh he stood up and took a lot of shrapnel for Barbie, and uh, to that we say thank you. And um I I was wrong. I don't say it too often because I'm not wrong a whole lot. But uh I was wrong, and uh to that extent, I did send Ted an email. Uh, he was out of office over the weekend. I got the auto reply, so I I did reach out to him personally as well. And I uh, hate admitting that I was wrong. Let's see here. Guns and Gear text line. Michael text in a link to something here. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> I'm glad he sent me this because this kind of ties in to something I wanted to talk about. It says the WHO, this is from WLBT, the WHO renamed monkeypox to MPOX, citing racism concerns. Oh, my God. Can we please stop with this monkey stuff and and it being racist i don't know who started all this monkey nonsense and how the monkey stuff and black people got tied at the hip together or any of that that it is racist yeah let's just be honest about that if that's what you're talking about if you're talking about black people and monkeys together that is racist make no mistake but everything monkey related is not racist things can be of and of and or about a monkey and it not be related to black folks. And I mean, we can't we can't have a monkey holocaust here. I mean monkeys ain't done nothing wrong. We ain't be spanking any monkeys. They have done nothing wrong. Um so to that 
that leads me to this. This is a st- <laughs> oh god, just show just goes down the drain sometimes. Let's see here where are my bookmarks at on on the Twitterverse show prep. So over the weekend, I also learned that that <laughs> the Kardashian curse is very, very real. Speaking of monkeys and racism and all of that, Lamar Odom, uh, who was married to one of the Kardashians, who smoked him, who smoked so much crack or did so much coke at a at a brothel that he had heart attacks and almost died, was on the Bootleg Kev podcast over the weekend, and says that the Phoenix Suns gorilla mascot is, you guessed it, racist. Here is a clip from that show. I probably should have fast-forwarded it just a little bit. I mean, I'm a Suns fan, and we've been dealing with Are you? the cheapest uh, owner in basketball for the last. Well, I feel bad for the Suns fans because they ain't going to never get what probably what y'all probably deserve. Probably to change the mascot. What does that mean? You don't like the gorilla? No, nah, bro. Do you think there's like some racial connotations with the Suns gorilla? Come on, bro. And the, the thing that's funny is like they kind of like slick slid that one by for all these years. Nobody like says anything about that. Well, okay, it is random. Gorillas in the desert. They, well, you can't find any. Well, that's what I was gonna say. You could probably find a cactus, or in terms of like the animal chosen, we're in Phoenix. It's the Suns. I don't know what the Suns. And in basketball, bro. It's just like come on. All right. I don't know if there's any cuss words past that, so I don't want to continue. Stay woke. Stay woke, my friends. I I mean, just y'all know those memes where it's like, hits blunt. If I ain't in love, I can't even sit on this, this love seat no more. I, that was one of those moments. That was one of those hits blunts moments right there. And so if we're going to talk about mascots. And teams where they're weird, let's start here. The Black Bears, there's really no Black Bears in Mississippi. The Chicago Bulls, there's no really Bulls in Chicago. Apparently, there's not a whole lot of Buffalo roaming around. I mean, there's not not a whole lot of Bills roaming around Buffalo. Okay, that don't make sense. You get my point. These mascot names don't make sense. The Lakers. Represented the land of a thousand lakes. They moved to Los Angeles and kept their name. I could go on and on and on. We got to stop it with this monkey nonsense. There's no monkeys have done nothing wrong. Don't try to spank them. They've been good monkeys. Quit making everything about race. Quit making everything about race. It ain't always about race. We're going to make some things about race today. We're going to talk about some race stuff today. We are. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of nonsense floating out there in the ether of the internet. Uh, I guess we'll get to it on the other side of this break. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We're going to come back. We're going to hit the reset button on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules, baby. Welcome back in to... The Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. This last segment of the first hour. Got a whole another hour to go, man. 
This one's going to be brought to you by our friends over at Lakeland Glass and Tent. If you need your home, car, or business windows tinted, Lakeland Glass and Tent. If you need your vehicle wrapped with your logo or just want to change the color of your vehicle, don't feel like paying to get repainted, Lakeland Glass and Tent. If you need a windshield like your boy does after driving to work last week and catching two rocks on the way in the same day, Lakeland Glass and Tent, they got you covered. 601-946-1000 or shop them online, lakelandglassandtent.com, where quality matters. A special shout out, man. Got an old friend listening over in Meridian. Good morning to my old friend, Miss Housley, out there. Good to know the folks you grew up with are listening to you. I like that. I like that. If your friends ain't going to support you, who is? All right. Did y'all see this nonsense over the weekend? We don't have it about two minutes left. I want to prime the, prime the pump here for hour number two. Did y'all see this nonsense? They tried to cancel Jerry Jones, the great Cowboys owner, over the weekend. Tried to cancel Jerry Jones for something he did, or for not even for something he did, for a photo of him that was taken all the way back 65 years ago when he was 14 years old in 1957. Apparently, Jerry Jones was an onlooker as some white folks tried to bully some black folks uh, as they were desegregating at Central High in Little Rock. You can find this post all over the place, this photo. Some, somebody snooping around, not minding their own business, <clears throat> found a picture and recognized a young Jerry Jones. And Jerry Jones is one of these folks that looks exactly like he did when he was 14 now you can't you can't deny it oh my goodness he looks the same just younger anyway he's clearly standing behind some idiots that were some racists that were trying to bully some black folks he's even behind the camera folks who are filming it who are closer than he is he was curious he went down there you ain't never been curious before you ain't never heard of something crazy that was going on and going to it to check it out, I have. I remember when they were going to have a Antifa rally here in here in Madison a couple of years ago, like during 2020. You had the Patriots versus Antifa. They had, you know, looking back on this, it was so ridiculous. But I was there as the press, air quotes. They had all the Patriots in behind one boxed-in barricade section. And they had all the Antifa tards over behind another boxed-in barricade thing. And they're so cute with their little chants. I bet you they didn't a single one of them wet with boots on weigh more than 105 pounds. And they got all their little chants and their black mask and black vest. Oh, I wish they had unleashed the Patriots. Unleash the hounds on them. It would have been so much fun there in Liberty Park or whatever, whatever it was in uh, Madison. I get all these parks around here confused. All right, look, that is the end of the first hour. When we come back, man, we're going to dive into all kinds of stuff. Phone line's wide open. Text line is wide open. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. Welcome back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the, you guessed it, the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Got to put that sauce on it. Studio. At the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza, all the way out here in Flora, Mississippi. And I guess it depends on where you're at, right? The all the way part. It's all the way from Crossgates or downtown Brandon now to Flora, Mississippi. It's about a 42-minute drive for your boy in the mornings. <laughs> anyway, 
We're live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. And this segment is going to be brought to you by our good friends over at Watchman Security Services. Shout out to Nathan and Eric Knight over there. Look, they've been family owned and operated for 35 plus years right here in central Mississippi. They have been a alarm.com service provider for over 15 years, approaching 16 years now. So whether you need indoor, outdoor cameras, security systems, gate access, smart doorbells, thermostats, and more, residential and commercial service available, check out Watchman Security Services. Man, they offer some really cool stuff. Go check out their website. It's uh, in the spirit of Cyber Monday. I'm not sure if they have any sales going on, but you can go to their website, watchmansecure.com. And check out all the cameras and toys that they offer. A lot of neat stuff. Lots of neat stuff. You can give them a call if you prefer to be old-fashioned. Call folks. I like to pick up the phone and have a conversation every now and then. I think I'm the only person I know that sends voice memos. Like, apparently, that's people don't like that. I do. I want you to hear the inflection in my voice. Uh, that Maybe that's a bit narcissistic. I, I won't argue with you. Anyway, you like to talk on the phone. Pick up the phone, call somebody, Watchman Security Services. Phone number is 601-955-9952. But yeah, man, I like for people to hear the inflection of my voice because I have a tendency in text messages to come across very dry and just to the point and rude. So like, if I feel like if you hear me say it, it comes across better. I can say the same exact thing and you hear me say it, and you laugh that if I, I can, I could put in a text and you'd be like, what did I do to you? Why are you mad at me? I'm like, I'm not. I'm just very to the point when I text. I don't do really long, drawn out text messages when I can send a voice memo and say the same thing in two seconds. And I don't do the uh, the voice text where you you say what you want it to type. Just send a dang voice memo. You know, the other side, too, on a voice memo, they can't screenshot that. Uh, so there's that. <clears throat> All right. Welcome in to the Clay Edwards show. The most incendiary morning talk show in central Mississippi. But we talk about things that I know for a fact, no other station is talking about. And I know that for a fact because the competition this morning, what did I see that the comp, even if you want to call it a competition, we'll just say the other conservative talk radio program that we're on against in the morning times. Here's what they're talking about over there. And if I, if I lose you, I'm sorry. Let's see here. It says, Hey, morning to the, uh, WGOP family. We be ready for cyber Monday from the stress of the holidays to mental health issues across the state. Uh, such and such doctor, uh, is going to be on giving an update and analysis on mental health issues due to the holidays. I'm trying not to name any names here as I'm being a little bit condescending because I don't want to disparage their guest. But yeah, that, that'll put butts in seats. Let's talk about some real stuff here. Let's talk about this culture war. Let's talk about this battle for the soul of America. Let's talk about that. How about we do that? Let me see here. Let me find my bookmarks again i should what i should do is open up about 50 twitter 
uh, tabs so I don't have to keep going back and forth, back and forth. But, you know, that would make too much sense. And if it makes sense, Clay's probably going to do it the other way. This was a couple – this was last week. This was on CNN. Don Lemon calls Elon Musk desperate and thirsty. Huh. The irony of a gay black man calling somebody else thirsty that gets drunk on the air. Anyway, let's listen Let's listen to this. This is going to be entertaining. It's about a minute, almost two minutes long. It's not his game. He doesn't care. There's no board. There's no board to check him. No, there's no share price to check him. There's a there's a desperation aspect of this to me. It seems really desperate or, as we say in the vernacular now, thirsty, because we, as Caitlin mentioned, this provocative image that he tweeted about, I think it was a Jesus and, you know, there's someone tempting Jesus, a woman and, you know, that I can hear you guys talking around. This is so a we, sexualized image, right, that yeah. he's posting. And I think it's a really good example of the thirst thing you're talking about, which yeah. is look at me, look at me, eyes on this advertisers look eyes are still on this stay with me by any means necessary it makes you wonder you know elon musk is very smart obviously he's created really successful companies he's driven so much of the aspect of how we think about electric cars and of course spacex and all of that aspects when you see him tweet something like that i think the people who say oh he's playing chess here he's playing the long game it makes you wonder if he if no he there's is. no such thing i have right. actually stopped thinking about this 3d chess thing back after like 2016 i don't <laughs> think that's the case you're, you're watching someone who is used to having his whims right met and now this is a very public space by definition and he tried to launch an at a subscription model right with twitter blue it kind of blew up in his face and now he's scrambling to make sure eyes stay on the site but people are falling for it all the people who participated in that poll whether it's trolls or not people are falling for it. everyone's writing about it will he won't he do this should he be back on like it is but he's taking advantage of how we have built up twitter in the media ecosystem we're doing all right that part right there I want you to remember that part, how we he's taking advantage of how we have built up Twitter in the ecosphere. This segment, because there is an element of Twitter that matters in the public space. And and he's manipulating that uh, to try and maintain, you know, this business decision that he made that could hurt him in the long run. Most of the people in the country are actually not on Twitter. It's right. Oh, funny. Now, now they're admitting that most of the people in the country are not actually on Twitter now that they don't have control of the Twitter sphere now that they don't now that they've lost control of the narrative now it's oh well you know most of the people in America aren't even on Twitter thank you Don Lamont thank you for what we've been saying for years now Twitter is a fun house I think Clay Travis calls it. it's like a fun house mirror at a, at, a, at a carnival one of those things you go through it makes things seem bigger than they actually are <clears throat> it's fake. All this stuff is fake. Now, is it fun to get on there and use it to get news and uh, all this stuff? Yeah, man, it works. It's great, especially great if you do talk radio or a podcast. It's great for show prep. You can just go save stuff, go back to it, like this video here. But what the lady said, I think, is the real... They're pulling the curtain back on why they're so angry. Why they're just a bunch of raging anger addicts about Elon Musk buying Twitter. It's because the media, and it hit me. I, when, I, when I heard it, I was like, that's it. I don't want to pretend like I'm the smartest guy in the room here and I already knew this. But it hit me. I was like, that is it. They're mad that for years they've put their little Twitter handles up. They've given Twitter all this free publicity. 
I mean, Twitter couldn't, you can't buy the kind of publicity that Twitter gets with everybody promoting their Twitter handles. I mean, every news, every nightly news thing has got the little Twitter logo with their at Dan Lemon. Or hey, speaking of which, follow your boy on Twitter at Save JXN. That's Save Jackson. Or just go search Clay Edwards. But make sure you follow the right one. My picture there is me in the yellow 94 ticks shirt. Y'all know I got a soft spot for old school Jackson. Y'all know I do. Hey, real quick, something I've been meaning to, I got to send a thank you to one of our great supporters and listeners, Sarah, out there. She sent me, A, she bought a Clay Edwards show hat. Thank you for supporting your boy. But she sent me a gift in return. She got me a Jackson Bandits throwback shirt. Sarah, thank you. That was awesome. I have not had a chance to wear it yet or to thank you on air for that. Thank you. So cool. So cool of you. And uh, I can't wait to wear that in public. In public. All right, but yeah, man, that's what they're mad about. That's why they're they're so angry about losing the narrative and losing control of Twitter because they built it up. The monster that they created has come back to bite them in the butt. It's amazing. They can, and they can't stand it. They've lost the plot. I mean, AOC is a great example of somebody who was built up by all these fake bots, retweeting her stuff and creating. I mean, it's genius the way they did it. I, you have to admire. Take your remove your politics from it, or whatever you think about these fools. If you're just trying to create a narrative and and create a star. When the Democrat Party decides to get behind you and they get the Twitter machine behind you, growing up as a wrestling fan, uh, we watched WWF, WWE, whatever. There was a saying called, put the, put the rocket ship on him. Strap, strap the rocket to his back. That means they're about to, that Vince McMahon was about to push you to the moon. You were about to become the next Hulk Hogan. You know, they strapped the rocket ship to Stone Cold Steve Austin. They strapped the rocket ship to The Rock. They strapped the rocket ship to John Cena. Like, you knew when somebody had the rocket ship strapped to them, they were about to become a star. And that's what they did with AOC. And I'm just using her as an example here on Twitter. They strapped the rocket ship to her. And it was fueled by bots and other people writing her tweets. I mean, y'all notice that when her chief of staff or press secretary, whatever it was, I forget his exact title, he left her in the last six months or so. And she's actually having to write her own tweets and stuff now. And boy, look, no, no offense to my bartenders out there. Y'all know I, y'all know your boy supports you. You know I was one of you for a long time. But let's just be honest. We ain't all got the most articulate vocabularies in the world, and I prove that every day here on the Clay Edwards Show. It's very obvious that she was a bartender not too terribly long, and she's just an actor, actress. I don't want to, I don't want to assume what she is she was just she's just playing a part and somebody else is writing her lines for her and now that she's having to do it herself she's falling flat on her face but they've lost that they've lost the ability to strap the rocket ship to these nobodies and turn them into somebodies now everybody has that opportunity to stand on your own merits for your message to cut through the noise and cut through the shadow banning. If you've got a solid message 
and you got enough followers or somebody, the right person retweets your post, you've got just as good of a chance of becoming just as well known as an AOC or anybody else. I think it's awesome. I think it's going to be incredibly interesting to watch play out leading up to 2024. Uh, what happens after that is going to be un- unknown, right? Uh, tomorrow's unknown. But it's going to be a war on, tw- on Twitter and on social media for the next two years. And what happens if Republicans win? Do they repeal Section 230? Is there even a need to repeal 230 as long as somebody like Elon owns Twitter? I mean, I would say so as somebody who's had multiple YouTube videos taken down for having the audacity to question the legitimacy of an election, multiple videos taken down, strikes, demonetization, shadow banning, all that stuff. I think Section 230 needs to be repealed or adjusted and edited, if nothing else. All right, this is the Clay Edwards Show live on 103.9 WYAB. We'll be right back. Hey, be sure to go follow me on Twitter at Save Jackson. Or, hey, if you listen to podcasts, go search Clay Edwards Show wherever you listen to podcasts. We're going to hit 200,000 downloads today. It took a year and a half to get to to get to 100,000. We're going to have hit another 100,000 in just the last six months. It's been on fire. Be a part of it. Share it. Subscribe to it. The Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Rules, baby. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram studio. This segment is going to be brought to you by Ellis Autoplex. Hey, look, man, y'all know your boy, Clay Edwards, me, the guy talking on this microphone. I sell cars, too. I don't just talk crap for a living. I sell cars. I don't just I'm not just on the front line of the culture war. I do sell cars for a living, and I enjoy doing it. Every now and then, you, know, you just get some cool customers. And I've been blessed here lately since I got over there to Ellis Autoplex of really working with some great customers. I, I, I can't think back to like one pain-in-the-butt customer since I've been there. I mean, it's just been good folks. I talked about this on Facebook the other day, and, and, I, and I meant it, and I'm not just saying it. I mean, real talk, y'all have blessed me since I got over there. Uh, it's a combination of you supporting me. Our buddy Casey Ellis buying the right vehicles, pricing them right, making sure they're checked out right, doing good business makes a makes a big difference too. And uh, you guys have sought us out and supported us, and I just want to say thank you. And look, let's not stop now. It's almost Christmas time. It's Cyber Monday. I'll make you a good deal. But here's the thing: we don't have to do a lot of that stuff over there. Uh, we price it right on the front end, and we just go from there. We're going to earn your business the old-fashioned way through good customer service taking care of folks. So come see me. Shop us online, ellisautoplex.com, or just come by right there, 2195 Highway 471. And check out what we got, man. We got some cool F-150s and Silverados right now. We just got a silver Z71 LTZ Silverado. Really nice truck. Check it out. It's on our Facebook page. It's my favorite truck out there right now. Nothing fancy done to it. It's just uh, the bumpers and door handles and all are color match to the silver. I like silver. I'm a basic. I'm a basic white chick when it comes to vehicles. I like basic, plain colors: white, silver, black, gray. I don't do all the fancy stuff. Anyway, check it out. LSAutoplex.com. All right. What shall we talk about here? I got a lot of notes this morning. A fella just called in. I tell you what, let's jump off 
let's jump off course a little bit here. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back into local to Jackson. <clears throat> he had that clay. He said, when was the last time Jackson had a Republican mayor? I said, well, you may not know this. A lot of y'all might not. Jackson has never, at least since reconstruction had a Republican mayor. I don't know about prior to, to the civil war and it being burned down and turned into chimneyville. But since then, Jackson has never had a Republican mayor. Now, people are like, oh, what about Kane Ditto? What, what about Kane Ditto? Rest in peace. Kane did not flip from Democrat to conservative until after he was mayor of Jackson. So, let the record state, Jackson has never had a Republican mayor. Now, I think you can trick it back to when Harvey Johnson got in. We went from good Democrat, traditional liberal type folks. You know, that's back, back when you could back when you could talk to a Democrat. That should have a conversation. I was talking to somebody last night. Girl said, you know, I'm a liberal. I said, well, that's interesting. <laughs> that was kind of where we just decided we weren't going to talk about politics. But you used to have a conversation with with Democrats. But I want to say it's about the time that Harvey Johnson got in and it turned into these far left nut jobs running the city. Reparations politics. They it mirrored what was going on in Detroit. And let's fast forward a little. Even Harvey, you know, did I Frank came in, balanced it back out. And, you know, but you got that that second run of Harvey Johnson post Frank Melton that really, really sent Jackson down the down the drain. I mean, Harvey did a lot of bad stuff, but that second post Frank Melton run that Harvey had is what took the train right off the tracks. I was telling the caller, I didn't even catch his name. Thank you for calling in off air. There's been over 500 homicides since Chakway took office. Over 500. I'll tell you what. And I'd be willing to bet you that that the overwhelming majority, well, we know, let's just say, for instance, let's pick a round number here. 400 and let's say 505 people have been killed. 500 of them have been black folks. So I think this regime and their policies are responsible or at minimum have had or on their watch. More black men have been killed in the last four or five years than the Klan or any white supremacy group could have ever done in this state. All right. We got a caller here on the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line. Hey, caller, you're on there. So, I mean, okay, I, I get the whole mayor thing, but, I mean, mayors are only, on, are, are only in there for four years. And in the city of Jackson, me and my brother were talking about this, mayors really don't have a lot of power in the city. I mean, it's mainly the city council, and granted there are a lot of Democrats on the city council, but they hold more weight than what the mayor does. Now, the mayors have been doing it stupid stuff but they still have to go and vote on what the mayor does well here's the thing though the mayor kind of runs the police department he picks the chief and dictates a lot of what policies are enforced and what the narrative is going to be over there 
And I think you can look no further than what Chalkway has done and kind of what James Davis has done to keep his job is to keep Chalkway happy. And Oh, I mean, like he, I said, yeah, they do control the police office, but the city council controls the budget. So, I mean, once again, regardless of who they pick, the money comes from the city council. Yeah, I mean, but again, they still control – what I don't want to say they control 100% what gets enforced, but it, they've got a lot of control. I mean, there's a lot of bad policies coming out of there that you can blame. And it isn't just crime, right? It's running businesses out of town. It's being non-business but, friendly. You, you run the tax base out of town. And then it just still a, goes back to the city council, though. Nah, not all the way. I, I think a lot of that is I, the mayor. I, I, so, I mean, regardless, the mayor can't. I mean, they're all terrible. Let's be anything. on the same page. We agree. They're, they're, oh, they're all terrible. Yeah, they're I, all I don't want to I'm, I'm not arguing with you. I, yeah, and hey, I'm not a Chalkway fan <laughs> by any means. Like, he's a horrible mayor. But if he does anything, well, regardless of what he does, he has to go and get the city council approval. Like, they have to vote on it. So, I mean, I just don't know. Why people, yeah, he is a terrible mayor. I can't stress that enough, but it's like his horrible, being a horrible mayor, I mean, mayor is being like overshadowing how terrible the city council is. Well, Jackson, Jackson needs a city manager. They, they were, they looked at this last year, or maybe it was the year before. They were gonna they were gonna vote to change the style of government where it was gonna be strong council, weak mayor, and that's not a that's that's just a technical term for it. It's where the it's where the council would have more more control, and it's where they would put a city manager in place, somebody that the council votes on that that stays anytime a mayor changes, just so. The city can run more efficiently. The city manager does, does. The city manager doesn't make policy decisions, but they they know what's going on. They're the glue that holds the city together. So anytime a mayor on a whim wants to change something, it's it's supposed to be a much more efficient style of I mean, but style of government. What can, the mayor, they didn't. what can the mayor change without the city council's approval? Well, look at the look at the fiasco. With the garbage. the garbage contract, but I mean, they still have to go vote on that. That's what I'm saying. Like he wanted Simmons, but I mean, they had to vote on it. And the well, yeah, but said, no, but think about it. it. But think about it. Even even though he lost that round per se, he won it in the long run by just playing the hard headed long game and and bull bullhorned or shoehorned his whatever the saying would be his his the. Richard's disposal people in when we had two garbage folks running at the same time, he still caused so much chaos that it created, he got what he wanted out of it. So he still has enough power I mean, he, to cause he chaos. Get what he wanted because now you got two people running it and now it's just costing the city money. I mean, they should just, okay, so you want Richard's, we'll see how this works out. And if it works out terrible, that's just another bad, I mean, black eye for the mayor. So no. people know. That's what I'm saying. No, I agree with you 100%, but what, what I'm saying is he still has enough power to create chaos. If you get one that's bad enough, he can still tear things up without the city council being on board, and that's what he's done. I'm, okay. I, I, okay. I agree with you on that, but uh, I just think as much as 
people harp on the mayor, and he's terrible. I mean, the city council is getting a pass. They, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Look, and I just got a, I just got a text from a city employee who says the mayor can change any daily operations he wants. He also has the uh, he has the power to appoint all the department heads, and that's huge. The, the, the city council doesn't get to appoint the department heads, so there's a there's a lot that the mayor does. He, he he's very powerful. Otherwise, it would just be a job. I mean, there, there's a reason these guys are lining up to do it. It isn't the two hundred thousand dollar, hundred fifty thousand, whatever it is, paycheck. Don't get me wrong; that ain't bad for a lot of these guys. But it's it's everything else that comes with it. It's the power. It's the payoffs. It's the it's these minority set aside contractors. It's all this stuff. The mayor's got a lot of stroke, more than he should. I don't think any politician should have a lot of power. I think it should all have to be done as a group effort. But that's just me. Yeah, I mean, we agree on that. All right, brother. All great right. call this morning, yep. man. Thank you. Yep. Bye. All right. Great call there. Let's take a break. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 1039 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Hey, real quick. <clears throat> we talk about breaking rules when necessary a lot here. And I, I never push y'all to go buy any of my stuff. If you find it, you find it. Great. Thank you so much. Uh, if you want to get somebody a Clay Edwards Show hoodie, T-shirt, a Save Jackson hoodie or T-shirt, they are available. Just go to ClayEdwardsShow.com, and at the top, click the link that says Merch. Everything is made to order when you order it, so be kind of patient, but it will. I believe if you order it now, you will have it by the holidays or by Christmas. So that's ClayEdwardsShow.com. Dot com. All right, this segment is going to be brought to you by Keith's Lock and Key. Family-owned, family-operated in central Mississippi all the way back to the mid-'80s when Ronald Reagan was president, when America was great. <laughs> Look, combined 50 years' experience, Keith's Lock and Key, they're here for all of your commercial and residential locksmithing needs. So whether you need your locks changed on your house, your business, your safe, any of that stuff, Keith's Lock and Key or your go-to commercial and residential locksmith specialist. Give them a call today. Lock the number in. They don't do all your fancy social media stuff. 601-278-1459. That is the owner's phone number. You can call him. You can text him. When you call Keith Lock and Key, you're talking to the boss, Mr. Brad Grammer. His dad was Keith. He, he inherited the business after his dad passed away and keeping the family tradition going. So if you have any locksmithing needs, Keith's Lock and Key, your go-to key and lock specialist. All right, on the phone, making her grand return to the Clay Edwards Show on the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line after some time off, we have Miss Sylvia. Hey, Sylvia. <laughs> Hi, Merry Christmas to you. Merry I, Christmas. Um, just, I just wanted to say um, that I shot out and uh, shot off an email to uh, Ted Thought. Uh, yeah, at WLBT, yes. Yes. If your source is correct, I had a wrong idea about this man, and I told him that I had a wrong idea about him, and I apologized and asked him to forgive me. Because if your source is right, he had her back, and I appreciate that 100%. And I just want him to know if he's listening. Um, if this is true, I was wrong. Please forgive me, and I apologize. And look, I, and I, and I, I just trust me on this one. When I say the source is, is solid, 
it's as it's as solid as it gets on this particular story, and that's why I felt the need to come on here. And I wasn't asked to apologize or anything, but when I'm wrong, I feel it in my I'm moved in my heart to apologize or at least to acknowledge, hey, I was wrong, and and uh, I well, appreciate I, appreciate what he did. When you said that, when you said that, I said, well, if that's the case, I'm wrong. I need to apologize because I don't want him thinking, oh, she thinks he's holier than thou, and I don't want that at all. Well, so, but know this: know that our emails and our phone calls made a difference. Now they it's that's wonderful. It, it it swayed him because it showed that there were people supporting Barbie. It wasn't just that's, people outraged at her. There were people who loved her and were supporting her too. So it made a difference. Wonderful. That's good to hear. Well, I just wanted to clear that up. Clear that up. I mean, <laughs> clear it up. Have a good day. All right, Miss Sylvia. Thank you so much. Great to hear from you. You too. Bye. Bye bye. All right, man. Miss Sylvia back on. She took a little time off. She'd been texting. Now, Miss Sylvia texts me Bible verses every day. And again, I always appreciate that and always want to acknowledge her for that because, you know, a lot of people ain't praying for you. Miss Sylvia, uh, that's the equivalent of a prayer. I'll take that. We'll call that somebody praying for me. If you're thinking enough of me to send me a daily Bible verse, two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Speaking of callers who have not called in a while, if, well, he hasn't been allowed to, he's been banned from the show. <clears throat> but if you listen to the podcast, if you are a subscriber to the Clay Edwards Show podcast, you already know this. I released a special Black Friday best of or worst of, depending upon your point of view, podcast. It was the best <clears throat> or worst of Thomas's phone calls. It automatically became one of the most downloaded podcasts I've ever put out there. Uh, shout out to everybody that that downloaded it. I have decided to lift Thomas's ban. I I unbanned him from the text line. I had it blocked, so I, he couldn't send me any drunk text. I hope he's drunk. Some of the stuff he sent me, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt, <clears throat> and I'm allowing him to call back in to the show. I have his number written down here on a post-it note on my computer so I would know not to answer it if he tried calling. And to his, in his defense, he has not tried calling. But the ban is lifted. Thomas is allowed to call back in. So just putting that out there in the, in the ether that Thomas is unbanned from the Clay Edwards show. So we'll see how that goes. Interested to hear. So, you know, real quick, speaking of Thomas, I, I did all that sports stuff at the beginning of the show, and I I forgot to put it on my notes, but I told myself, I said, Clay, you won't forget it. There's no point in going back and adding it to your notes. JSU, congratulations. They're hosting the SWAC championship this weekend in Jackson. Southern University coming back for a do-over of their uh, their big game that, that ESPN was in town for a few weeks ago with, um, <clears throat> with uh, what you call it, game day. With, with game day here. So congratulations to JSU, to all the JSU fans, to all of my friends out there that do rideshare stuff. Miss Sylvia, we got a fellow named Greg on my Facebook that he's, he's a big JSU supporter, does a lot of the Uber type stuff, the rideshare stuff. Uh, I hope y'all have a great, busy, busy weekend. So congratulations to all of y'all. And, and if you're not following Coach Prime Dion on Twitter or Instagram or all that, he put together a compilation of his of some of his motivational stuff. And man, I just thought he did a great job 
Let me see if I can pull it up here real quick. Then I want to get to a story I've got that I just I found on Twitter last night that I think you guys will like too. Let me see here. Dion quotes. I email my stuff. I'm constantly sending myself notes and emails and stuff so I can do this show. All right, this is on Dion's Instagram. And it's just a few screenshots of his Twitter. And it's just some things that he wanted to get off his chest. And I just thought it was great. What, a, what an inspirational leader of men. And I hope he does not take that Colorado job. I want the record to state. So nobody can say I said otherwise. I want Dion to stay in Jackson. I want them to figure out a way to get that man paid and to keep him in Jackson. Don't let nobody tell you that Clay Edwards said anything otherwise. All right. Post one said, if your child just wants to be great on the field and not in the classroom or in life, period, I'm not the coach for him. Hashtag Coach Prime. Amen. Then he says, if your child is extra sensitive. Oh, this one's here. This one hits home right here. I love this one. It says, if your child is extra sensitive and don't like to hear the truth, I'm not the coach for him. Hashtag Coach Prime. Let me, let me take that right there. If yo, if you is extra sensitive and you don't like hearing the truth, the Clay Edwards show ain't the show for you. Hashtag save Jackson. <laughs> I love saying hashtag. Let's see here. Next one here. If your son only cares about what he does and not what our team does, I'm not the coach for him. Hashtag coach prime. If your son wants to be the same boy you dropped off to college and not grow into becoming a man, I'm not the coach for him. Hashtag Coach Prime. If your child don't like to work and earn what he desires, I'm not the coach for him. Say it with me. Hashtag Coach Prime. If your child don't like structure, I'm not the coach for him. Hashtag Coach Prime. If your child don't like discipline, I'm not the coach for him. Hashtag Coach Prime. All right, that's enough. Hashtag Coach Primes for the day. Let's take a quick break real quick. I want a few more minutes to wrap the show up than normal. I've got some great culture war stuff from a fella I discovered last night on Twitter. And the topic is going to be called mainstreaming versus marginalizing. I think you guys are going to find it interesting. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back to land the plane for the day here on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. I don't know what it means, but it's provocative. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. I make myself laugh sometimes. Hey, real quick, man, before we get into the story here, a uh, couple, I'll tell you what, I, I don't want to lose track. I've got your guns and gear text here. We'll end the show with those. Let me get to this on Twitter here. We're live in the Mac Hike of Flowwood Studios, by the way. All right, this is titled mainstreaming versus marginalizing. I made a new friend on Twitter last night. His name is Hoop, H-O-O-P. You can follow him at X Hoop. And, uh, man, we and this fella got a lot in common. He, um, he's big into the hip-hop culture, shoe culture, and apparently front lines of the culture war on the same side that I'm on. And that's without even knowing his politics, right? Like, you can be against sexualization of children, and, and not be a Republican also. I mean, so interesting. So he has a tweet here and it says popular culture and society are in 2022 are unwilling and frankly uninterested in walking back sexual liberation, even seeing its success, shaking their bleeps 
around in front of kids at month-long parades every year, brunches, events, capitalizing on belligerent liberal compassion. He goes on to say, and for most people seeing this, I probably do mean you here. Everyone understandably freaks out when you see kids getting coached on, strutting the runway by grown man, acting out his feminine social fantasies while parents cheer. But they're still unwilling to see that whatever a society mainstreams, be it sex, self-worship, the family, God, birthday cakes, or racism, necessarily intersects with its children. Through our flirtation with identity, we have stood up human faces as shields for our behaviors, lifestyles, and because of that, we cannot criticize general sexual excess nor the practical comparative social value of different behaviors and lifestyles without tripping so many cultural security features that the risk is too rich for our blood or at least the risk we perceive. And that is so funny and lame. And that is what is so funny and lame about sexual liberation addiction. Most people reading this who choose not to criticize things also, one, do not act like the values they're defending or at least excusing here. Two, do not want those values acted out in their lives. And three, would not like their children to embody the values being espoused by sex, self, pride, culture, although this point is rapidly changing as the cult has just modernized and corporatized its marketing. Look, <clears throat> I'm going to retweet this. Actually, I did retweet it already. You can go find that at Save Jackson on Twitter. Shout out to Hoop. We're going to have him here on the show sooner rather than later. And um, I really enjoy some of his stuff. I shared some more of it on my Twitter. He's a good follow. He's out of North Carolina. Uh, you can follow me. I'll retweet it. Or you can just go find it yourself at XHoop, H-O-O-P, on Twitter. All right. We got about 40 seconds here. Real quick. Clean up some of the guns and gear text line. Let's see here. Unknown texture. Hey, oh, it says that David. Shout out, David. It says, loyal listener from the very beginning, thank you for all you do. Slight correction, Kane Ditto is very much alive. It was Dale Danks that passed away. Oh, my bad, my bad. Yep, sorry about that. Thanks for the correction there. Yep, rest in peace, Dale Danks. And it was Dale Danks that that uh, flipped to conservative too. My bad. Uh, it, it didn't feel right when I was saying it. Hey, look, we're out of time. Podcast will be up shortly. We're going to hit 200,000 downloads today. You guys are awesome. Mike Madison next. Peace. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.